0: All right, Fight University Podcast, Episode 1. Uh, just got done watching UFC Fight Night, Gustafson versus Teixeira. Uh, pretty good card, especially for a free card, we'll take it. And I uh, want to go over a couple fights. So the first one to me that stood out in my mind was actually the very first card on the fights, the prelims, uh, the fight past Marcin Held versus Demir Hadzevic Sick.
1: Sick. Knockout. Yeah. Sick knockout.
0: Very good fight. Um, Marcin Held, you know, brought in here from Bellator. He's uh, had two fights in the UFC, two tough fights. You know, fought Diego Sanchez first. Uh, after that, had Joe Lazon. Real real t- uh, tight split decision. Um, real good jujitsu guy. Super good grappler. And controlled most of this fight, actually. Uh, very beginning of the third round, seven seconds into the third round. Takes the knee to the dome and pretty much gets instantly KO'd. So that was a wild... KO of the year candidate, for sure. Yeah, uh, super wild come-from-behind victory. KO'd of the year candidate, for sure. Everyone loves a good, neat-to-the-face knockout. Uh, another good fight that I wanted to highlight on there was the co-main event, actually. Uh, Misha versus Volkan.
1: That was a battle royale for sure.
0: Yeah, Misha's actually he's pretty good. He's been in the UFC for uh, a few years now. He's on a what he was on like a 5 fight, 6 fight win streak, something like that. And uh you know, making a name for himself at least. The you know, light heavyweight division's pretty slow at the moment in the UFC. So he was actually looking pretty good. Uh definitely didn't look that great this fight.
1: <laughs> Till he caught the most awkward hook from out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, Volcan landed a really strange hook on his, like, you know, retreating was, away. Misha was bringing the pressure, and he, you know, got all pretty much on the fence and landed a crazy, weird...
1: Right right hook, behind, yeah. right behind the ear.
0: I didn't and see it what it was dropped. at first. Yeah, I didn't see what it was uh, until they had to play the replay. That's when I figured I out... I thought it was an eye poke. I, I had no <laughs> clue what it was. But it was actually, I mean, it was pretty sick, pretty sick knockout. So I don't know how the hell Volcan's number five in light heavyweight right now anyways, but... I guess that kind of shows you the stock, right? the lack of depth we have here in the light heavyweight division at the moment. Um, but the other awesome fight, though, is, of course the main event.
1: That was a barn burner, barn burner. Glover Teixeira, um, that man can take a punch. Yeah,
0: man. That I feel like if anything, that shows you just how strong Anthony Johnson is. The fact that he took him out, you know, within what, like fifteen seconds, that one uppercut.
1: I mean Gustafson just, I mean, that guy just kept coming and coming every single round, and Glover just stood there and, and took it. You know, it was absolutely amazing, barn burner.
0: Yeah, I mean he, he he put on a real striking clinic. Uh, you know Glover got him down for a second in the first, but other than that, Alexander was just yeah that piecing massive him up, takedown, just piecing him up the whole fight, landing that constant right uppercut. You know, jab right uppercut. Can we talk about that uppercut?
1: Jesus Christ. I mean, I mean he <laughs> land, he landed it over and over again with <laughs> on just just without, you know, any resistance on will that uppercut was there every single time.
0: Yeah, I don't it's kind of he's in a weird situation in the light heavyweight division cuz he's definitely the top two top 3 guy outside of, you know, DC Jones and I guess you could kind of say, you know, Anthony uh Anthony Johnson, but with Johnson out of the picture, he's had a real close title fight with Jones and a real close title fight with DC
1: interesting to see the 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 winner of John Jones DC see if he gets them next
0: yeah time. we'll see I mean I'm thinking that's what's gonna happen but they keep trying to promote Jimmy Manawa at the same time and I mean
1: that would be a very interesting matchup Manawa got sure.
0: starched by you know Gustavson a few years ago and Manawa's just not He doesn't have the takedown defense for either of those guys. He's going to get tooled up. I mean, he's, you know, started pretty late in his career, but he's just going to, he doesn't stand a chance, I feel like, against either of those guys. It's not going to be a good fight.
1: I still am campaigning Gokon Saki and uh, Jimmy Manawa.
0: Yeah, now a little too early, but I definitely think, (laughs) yeah, I definitely think with Gokon being new, you know, new addition to the light heavyweight division. Like every Strap up your wrestling shoes, boys. Like everyone's saying, yeah. Everyone's going to be wrestling a whole lot more with him, that's for sure. But I don't think UFC is going to be dumb and, and give him that kind of bad matchup right away. I think he'll be pretty smart and uh, you know try to promote him the right way, give him some strikers that see if he can get some highlight real knockouts maybe. But
1: Where do you think Teixeira goes after this fight?
0: Uh, I don't know, actually. That's a real, that's a real good uh, question because, I mean, if, if you want my honest opinion, he needs to move to an actual camp. You know, he needs to get out of fucking Connecticut for all his camps. I know he used to train a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit down. I think he had a camp in uh, Coconut Creek at ATT, you know, I think mm-hmm. maybe a couple times, but it's just staying in, you know, in Connecticut where he's at, you, you're not going to get people who are challenging you on a daily basis like you would at a right, real camp. Right, right, training partners. I mean, you just, I guess some people have that philosophy of being the best guy and having a camp kind of focused around them. I mean, I, Shit, Stepe is the champ and he's not in a big Trains name camp. Out of you know, he changed out of Cleveland and he's not in a big name camp. But I feel like overall, I feel like you really need a good camp with some, you know, good sparring partners in competition at the end of the day if you want to be taken seriously. But hmm. you know, yeah. who knows? He's just kind of in a weird spot because he's in that top five, but he can't beat the best. Uh, the best in that division he just can't i mean he can take out those kind of gatekeeper t- you know type guys but he's not going to be the he's that you know, guy that just stays at the top he's kind of be being league. himself the gatekeeper at this point and he was definitely brought on and uh, marketed to be this guy who's going to take out john jones and he put up a good fight but i mean he was just not ready at all he's he's too old at this point i feel like and uh just just too much on him he's he's 37 he's had a long career. It'd be awesome if he got into the UFC a little sooner.
1: Yeah. Well, shouts to Alexander Gustin for the walk off KO.
0: Oh yeah. That was sick. That was a real sick KO. That was a good fight. I mean he pieced him up pretty, pretty well. And I mean shit, looked looked like a lightweight doing it. You know, move moved real well for a big guy.
1: And the hometown went wild.
0: Yeah, I mean a lot of people, you know, online, I saw and some people, you know, were talking about him running away, but I mean, really controlled that whole fight. He's staying out, you know. Glover needs to cut the distance. He did a few occasions and caught him with a couple of left hooks as he was circling out. But, you know, Gustafson's playing his fight. He's trying to get the circle, you know, the center of the cage and uh, not stand against the the sides while he's going to get te- teed up with Glover, you know, backing him into a corner. I thought it was a real smart move by uh, Alexander at that point.
1: Yeah, I was definitely getting... Uh Bothered with the running, but I understand why he uh, definitely did not want to get backed into the cage with Glover Teixeira. That is for sure.
0: Yeah, but I mean, then you know, it's the same. It looked like Conor McGregor versus Diaz too, pretty much. That so, you know, Connor is doing the same thing the whole time. <laughs> the running man that's, challenge. Yeah, that's what it was, though. You know, he's he's Gotta trying get to back to the center of the ring. Yeah, I mean, he's not going to sure. get there against the you know the cage because he you knows that's his opponent's you know probably strategy. You back him up against the cage, kind of work the body, and you know at least. You control that distance at that point where, shit, someone like Alexander's got massive reach on Glover. You know, he, you saw him poke him in the eyes a few times with that palm, that lead palm on the head that John Jones does a lot, kind of bullying like a older brother to a little brother, right, you know, keeping that, that distance, showing your range. Type. But, yeah, you saw him poke him in the eyes a couple times with that. Uh, but, I mean, that's the only way Glover's going to be able to cut that distance is, you know, get him to the cage and shit, actually – Cut the cage off. Instead of keep going straight, you know, he kept going straight the whole time. And the very rare occasion where he went laterally and cut off the the angle, he he caught hit, he, he caught him with a couple left hooks. But it was it was pretty rare in this fight.
1: Very interesting. What a fight though! That was. Uh, it was a very good fight. Definitely entertaining. Definitely. It'd be interesting
0: to see where Alexander goes from here, especially just with the current lightweight, the light heavyweight, sorry, division, how it is. There's, you know, not a whole lot going on, and I think it's. He's pretty much fought everybody. He's a pretty clear number three, I think, behind just Jones and DC. You know, being one and two in the world. Uh that's really going to be re- interesting to see what happens I guess this summer when that fight goes down.
1: That's what the whole division is hanging on right now really. I mean, is that fight to go down to really s- to really see, you know, I mean I think John's going to take it.
0: Yeah, I mean but who knows. You know, if John looks like he did, you know, in that OSP fight, who knows, you're right, but uh, then again, I could say DC hasn't looked his best in the last, you know, couple performances he's had as well i
1: feel if you catch a kick like you did in that anthony johnson fight from john jones you're going to sleep my friend i mean anthony johnson is no joke but uh i just feel that uh if he gets caught slipping like that by john jones it's gonna be game
0: over see i don't think it's gonna be that necessarily because anthony johnson's got way more fucking power than john jones john sure, jones sure, true. john jones is not gonna get a flash knockout on you he's just gonna piece you up the whole fight and you know take you down little by little but you know it just depends if he has those kind of openings you know in that john jones fight if john jones fights like john jones then he'll be fine in my opinion i think he'll be straight but it's just a matter of does he come back like the john jones of the old days we you know we're yet to see that
1: before the stare
0: yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see here, yeah, who knows. That's uh that's dun, definitely dun, dun, dun. It's a little questionable, but who knows? I'm not going to sit here and accuse He's on anyone. Cialis
1: now, bro. He's good.
0: Yeah, apparently that's what he said <laughs> in his last interview. So, no more no more funny dick pills. Cialis for him.
1: Keep him out of trouble.
0: Uh let's see this last week uh, Jermaine Durande's manager came out and said that she's not going to fight Cyborg and doesn't not want to fight against a known cheater and is not going to take that fight. Uh, She's willing to see if the UFC is going to strip her of her belt before she makes her next move. What do you think about that?
1: I think if you're the champion, I think you have to fight whoever they throw at you, especially in a division that is as thin as the women's 145-pound division is right now. Um, That's about the only fight you got right now.
0: I mean, they made that division for Cyborg. You know, they <laughs> that fight the you know first initial title fight was meant for Cyborg, and it was offered to her, and she did turn it down for what she says she wanted to get some rest and her wanna you know quote unquote off season. But I, yeah, it doesn't really work like that way all the time. in The UFC sometimes you get offered that fight, you gotta take it, and now she's in a real shitty position. And uh, I think UFC's super regretting the fact that they made that decision in the first place. They making that Holly Holm versus, you know, Jermaine Durandamy fight backfired in their face like no other.
1: Yeah, I I personally thought Holly walked away with that fight. You know, you can't leave it up to the judges, though. But, uh, yeah, no, if, you, if you're if you not going to fight Cyborg, it's time to give up the belt, and they they got to find somebody for Cyborg, whether it be Holly Holm, which I don't know if that necessarily would be the right matchup, or if they get somebody else in there. Um That needs to be the next fight for the championship. Cyborg definitely needs to be in it because that woman is a beast, and she's definitely the best women's MMA fighter at the moment. That I mean, unless you can think of anybody else, she's definitely
0: the scariest. That's for sure. I mean, she's Chandelier in a dress. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. You know, you said it on me. Uh, She she takes out people worse than any other woman. That's for sure. She uh, knocks them dead, but. There's not a whole lot of people that are willing to fight her, and if they are, it's you know not really their natural weight class too. At the same time, it's you know I like Yuni and Jaycheck at least for the fact that she does dominate these women who this is their natural weight class for the most part. Uh, You know, Joanna's a a 125er. That's the division she fought in Muay Thai a lot as well, and wanted that division for a while. I think once it comes around after this ultimate fighter, that you'll see her fighting that and probably dominate that division as well. Uh, But it's just different. I mean, you want to J chick? Just she's just small, so she's not knocking people out with one shot. Cyborg's kind of monstrous compared to all the other women she's fighting. (laughs) Uh, I mean, she at least you see the face off between her and Megan Anderson. She looks about the same size, roughly, but she's gonna beat the shit out of Megan Anderson. Her striking is just she's huge. I mean, this chick is a freak, but she's super good. You know, don't get me wrong, she's really good. Uh, I just think it's kind of a joke that you know. Jermaine Duran, me knew knew that this fight was the next fight. You know, you you had to have known this this fight was for cyborg initially. You know, I just think it's crazy how the UFC definitely expected Holly to come out of that fight and really probably should have come out of that fight with a victory. Uh, those two late punches from GDR was pretty fucked up and oh yeah, I you know, about didn't those. get the point taken yeah, away. That yeah, that, was that definitely was a pretty you know Super big game bullshit. changer. I think Hollywood would have won that fight, and uh, they would have done Holly versus Cyborg, but that did not work out as planned, obviously. Can't um, leave it to the
1: judges, damn it.
0: It just happens to work out that way. Uh, but another thing, let's see, we got next week coming up, uh week from yesterday, UFC 212, Aldo versus Holloway is the main event. Uh, what do you think of that card?
1: Oh, man. I think it is going to be a packed night, my friend. I think uh, we've got <clears> – <throat> let's talk about the uh, Rafael Asensal fight. I mean, I think Marlon Morales, Jafiel Asensal, I think that is going to be a banger right there. Um, Asensal, he is a, a wizard on the feet. Jiu-Jitsu game, strong as well. Um, what do you think?
0: Yeah, that's going to be a real good fight. Uh, it's Marlon's first fight here in the UFC, and uh, you know, he's going to be making his debut. He's on, what, I think like a 13-fight win streak. He hasn't lost in, I think, six years, something like that. Of course, the level of competition is a little lower being outside of the UFC. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, he's finished people in pretty pretty awesome fashion in most of his fights as well. He's a real good contender there at Bantamweight. Uh, need more people. That Bantamweight division is getting pretty stacked now. I remember a few years back, it was looking pretty bleak. Uh, at the moment, that division is definitely one of the hottest divisions out there. A lot of top contenders. Uh, and this fight's definitely gonna be, you know, seeing if Marlon is the real deal, seeing if he's meant for the UFC. Uh, Rafael dos is no joke, and you know, not
1: an easy opponent at
0: all. Got a win over TJ Dillashaw, uh, you know, controversial decision to say the least. Yes, TJ got him on that second fight at UFC two hundred, uh, but he's a very good fighter, and that's gonna be a very entertaining fight. It's gonna be a good fight to lead into the pay per view. Um, Another interesting fight we got on there actually is uh, the one that's going to lead off the pay-per-view, Eric Silva versus Yancy Manderos. Uh, Eric Silva, I remember, was once taught to be the up-and-comer. He was going to be the next big thing at welterweight. Uh, I think USADA might have played a little role <laughs> into his decline. His sauce. Um, but he's had some real tough fights, You know, been in there, fought some real tough competition, has not had the easiest route at welterweight as well. Uh, taking a look at some of his losses. Neil I, mean, I mean, you know, John Fitch, uh, Dong Woon Kim, you know, Matt Brown, Neil Magny, he's fought some some serious dudes. Uh, hasn't really had too many easy fights in here. But see if he can get back to, you know, his old ways of kind of scaring the welterweight division. We'll see about that. Uh, another couple good fights. Really, the, the main three, the Vitor Belfort fight, is entertaining for the sole purpose, uh, in my opinion, that Vitor said after this fight is he will not be fighting for the UFC anymore. His this is the last fight on his contract and he wants to go elsewhere. Uh what do you think about that?
1: I think if Bellator can snag cuz I mean there that's really the only other
0: horizon. Go to Japan. Yeah,
1: very he does have a huge following in Japan. You know, he could go out there. I think seeing him in any other organization would be very interesting and uh especially to see how much money he gets um i mean people are switching over or are, are running out their contracts now more than more than ever i mean especially this year i feel like there's you know with gay guard running out his contract
0: oh definitely you know uh the free agent market's you know, a big one it's,
1: it's bellator and bellator is snagging him he's the you know uh rory um uh, uh Lawrence Larkin, I mean they're snagging some big fucking names. So somebody like Vitor would just be another one on the list, man. And I I, I think uh I think it's good for the the fighters. I think it's going to get them more money in the long run. Um I think it kind of sucks that maybe the best fighters won't be competing against each other cuz they'll be in different divisions, but I mean there's, you know, there's going to be thick competition in both you know, Bellator and UFC no matter what. But uh I think in the long run it, it, it it's gonna be great for the fighters. It's gonna get him more money. So but I'd be interested to see what he does, whether he goes to Bellator or whether like you said he, he might try out Ryzen.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh you know, go to Japan, get on your some juice, get back to the T R T tour days <laughs> and uh Just- wrecking people wreck havoc wrecking people i definitely think trt Tor was the scariest uh individual probably to ever fight in the ufc uh definitely think that if that was still allowed nowadays we'd be seeing
1: veins coming out of his eyeballs we'd be
0: seeing a much different tune about Vitor. um but you know he's he does not come cheap he comes at a big price so it'll be interesting to see if he goes to bellator or if he does go to japan uh you know, would not be surprised to see him go to Bellator. Bellator's definitely picked up a lot of big names. this Viacom last. money. Yeah, they picked up some big names this last week. They picked up uh, Roy Nelson, and Roy Nelson's a little past his prime, a little punchy at this point. Uh, but he's still a, a, big, big big name. a big draw, big name, big name to say the least. And then uh, Bellator's heavyweight division is pretty terrible at the moment. <laughs> uh, so you know, big signings with Mit- Mitrione and Roy Nelson, though. So, you know, getting some of UFC old fighters is going to help them greatly uh, expand their division. You know, Rory came over and is definitely the best free agent, in my opinion, you know, to go over there. And I think his uh, debut against Paul Daly uh, was a perfect display of, you know. Very impressive. Of just what he's capable of. You know, he barely got touched against Paul Daly. And, uh, you know, Paul Daly's had some tough fights with, you know. With their champions. So I think this is really showing that Rory may just be that guy that's a level above these guys.
1: I think he takes the belt in his next fight, and I think it is going to take a bulldozer to get that belt away from him. I think uh, as long as Rory stays with Bellator and they don't sign anybody uh, crazy, I think that guy is... I mean, I think even if he stayed in the UFC, he he could fight his way back to a championship. I mean, the guy is absolutely a monster he looked flawless against daly i mean like you said didn't even get touched i mean should yeah. you
0: know <laughs> rory beat the the champion in the ufc right now he he destroyed tyron woodley i mean not right, even just him apart not even beat him but tore him apart and also is the last guy to beat damian maya the guy who should be you know next in line for the ufc belt so you know rory's no joke and he had some tough, real close fights against Robbie Lawler, where he almost finished Robbie. And just had not a very great performance against Stephen Thompson. But then again, not many people have had great performances against Stephen Thompson. So, you know, I think he came back too soon with his nose uh, in that Stephen Thompson fight. And uh, now that he gives time to heal, showed his real potential of uh, who he is and that he is the future of this sport in a lot of ways.
1: He had some type of surgery on his nose, right? I mean, it was smashed after that Robbie Lawler fight. During that
0: Robbie Lawler fight, it was just so beat to shit that he admitted himself in interviews. He said that he had gone to sparring way too early afterwards, and then it just kept reopening and just kept busting it open in, in training. And during that Wonderboy fight, he just wanted to get back in there so badly. I uh, just didn't let it heal, and letting it heal this time before he goes back into the ring, uh, you know, like he did against the Paul Daly fight, let him get that opportunity to finally make sure it's all right, make sure it's not going to give him any trouble, and uh, I think he performed pretty flawlessly in that fight.
1: Man, I've been uh, popped in the nose in, in sparring before, and that shit hurts. So I could not even imagine uh, taking a right hand from somebody like Robbie Lawler. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Roy McDonald is a beast. That is for sure.
0: Back to that uh, UFC 212 card, the co main event Claudia Gedalia versus Carolina Kowalkewicz.
1: Is does, first off does Carolina not look like the nicest girl ever? Yeah, does she just not look like the most innocent, nice European girl ever? I can't she believe does. she's a fighter. She's so nice. I could I can imagine her punching anybody. Yeah,
0: she's a savage. She's a real good striker. A serious savage. So uh, yeah. it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. What's your uh, what's your opinion on this fight? Who do you think takes it?
1: Um, I think it's gonna be a barn burner, man, for real. And I think that uh, you know, Claudia uh is. You know, she's a monster as well. She's uh she's definitely got hands and sit ground game. Uh, Carolina is, in my opinion, the better striker. Um, I think if they can stay stay on their feet, I think Carolina takes it. Um, I think she she stays on the outside and I think she picks uh, Claudia apart. Um, if Claudia is successful with her takedowns, um, it could go either way. You know who knows. Um, but I think Carolina is going to take it. Maybe I'm just biased because I. Like I said, I think she's so nice, but Claudia is nothing to gawk at.
0: Being a three-round fight is the only thing that I have a problem with in this situation just because Claudia is so strong in those first first she's and second gonna rounds. It's going to come hard. I think it's going to be hard to keep her off you. Uh, if this is a five-round fight, I think she tires, and we saw that in the Ioana and Jacek fight that she tires in those later rounds and can be taken advantage of. Uh, but it being a three-round fight, I think it definitely favors Claudia in this situation. Uh, I'm going to give it to her by decision. Just grinding out too many takedowns and keeping Carolina on the ground. Uh, I definitely think that Carolina has that ability to keep it standing. And if she does, I think she'll be able to... You that know, girl's got hands. I think she'll be able to work her way you know, into those better positions than Claudia will. Uh, but you know, being a three-round fight... I definitely got to give that edge a little bit to Claudia Gadalia with, uh, you know, just being how strong she is, how great she is at taking people down and just maintaining that pressure. Uh, I think she kind of. Controls the pace and uh, puts it on her a little bit. Um,
1: I got five on it.
0: It sucks that there's no Anderson Silva for this card, because this card, this uh, this main card, is a little little weak.
1: A little lacking. little lacking. A little weak.
0: I'm glad for this Aldo Holloway fight. I've wanted to see this for a long-ass time, but the fact that there's no Silva versus Gaslump just because of that stupid bullshit weed that was in gasoline you know, apparently he failed for and had some marijuana metabolites from last fight. Uh so they overturned his victory. As ridiculous as that is, and he was given a provisional suspension, I think, so he was not able to get it on this card. Um pretty fucking ridiculous. And now there's no big fights really, other than those kind of main two. I mean, we've got the Vitor who's out, you know, out of his prime, and we got Nate who's definitely been fighting a little past his prime, and so we're kind of stuck with just two pretty good fights in the uh, at the top of this card. You know, the Jose Aldo one's definitely an awesome fight, but we could have had some more, you know, definitely uh, bigger names on this card. Uh, do want to get to that Jose Aldo fight though? What's your opinion on uh, Aldo Holloway? How's it go down?
1: Um, Max Holloway is a young guy, and, and and I mean he is on a streak right now. Ten fights in a row. Uh, he is. I I, I love watching this guy. Every, I remember when he first came to the UFC. I remember I thought he was so entertaining to watch. Um, Jose Aldo obviously is somebody who's been at the top of the game for. 10 plus years now. Uh minus Conor McGregor, not really too many flaws in his uh in his game. So I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a great matchup. I think Max Holloway I think hopefully his I I I, I want to see Max win. I, I just I like Max. I like what he stands for. I like his whole Hawaiian vibe. So I really want to see him win um i think jose is great i'm a fan of jose but uh you know you're getting old buddy <laughs> you're getting old man i mean not I mean, really you know he's only he's just been in the game for so he's long he's like 29 i think yeah, 30 he's 30, he's 30 right, years old he's he's just been in the game for so long it seems like he's so much older he's been fighting since he was like what i get like 18 so he does it's like yeah he
0: does have some damage that's for sure he's oh taking he's some, been in, yeah taking he's been some, in some good wars. Uh, some good punches
1: I I just want to see I want to see Max walk away
0: how do you think how do you think it goes down
1: I think it's going to be a stand up battle I don't see it I don't see it going to the ground too much personally I think uh, I think they're going to stand and bang the whole time I I think it's going to go to decision I don't see Max Holloway I don't see him knocking Jose Aldo out I can't see that I I think I think Max is going to win by decision for sure
0: what how many rounds
1: Five rounds. Oh, which oh? <laughs> of
0: course, it's a five round fight.
1: Uh, um, I think I mean Max. Max is just gonna stand up and bang the whole time, and and Jose, like I said, I don't I don't see him taking him down.
0: What two rounds? You know, three rounds to two, four rounds to one.
1: Oh, three rounds to two. I'm sorry. Is that, you think, that was you think question? Max yeah. takes it three to oh, two? yeah, I, I think it's gonna be a close fight. I think there's gonna be one round in there that is gonna be debated. You know how there's always that one round where it's like I think Jose no I think Max there's going to be one of those in there but I think Max takes it three rounds to
0: two man for sure. good luck winning a decision in Brazil I don't know about that but you know we'll see
1: right I didn't even take that into account we'll see, but we'll see. yeah
0: it'll be interesting I mean Max is you know like you said real real tough kid on a you know long ass win streak last fight that he lost was against Conor McGregor uh, you know had a strange fight in that fight he was real young, though. He's, he's fought completely different since then. Uh, you know, he's, he's got all the potential to beat Jose Aldo, I believe. Uh, you know, but it's going to be interesting. We've only seen Jose Aldo look vulnerable to, you know, really Conor McGregor. You know, he's had those small moments in, I can think of, you know, a couple fights. Uh, you know, maybe in the fifth round of, you know, a couple fights in particular. Uh, but other than that it's really hasn't struggled most of those most of his fights that that Chad Mendez fight was a real tough one in 179 um, you know Hominik had him real tough in the fifth round but that's about it he's pretty much dominated the rest of those fights and uh, you know Frankie Edgar even he's, he's picked him apart and he had a you know two real tough fights that you know everyone thought Frankie could be that guy to maybe take him out and uh, you know showed Frankie that he's still the man. So it's going to be real interesting. See if uh, Jose Aldo ends up picking Max apart with those leg kicks or if Max comes out and, you know, puts it on him like he did Pettis.
1: It is going to be a great fight to watch. I cannot. I am so excited for this card. I've been been waiting for this fight for a long time. So I'm definitely going to be on the edge of my seat when I'm watching this one.
0: Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be a real good fight. Uh, Well, I think that's going to be it for this week's edition of Fight University. Uh, I'm Ryan. I'm Connor. And we're out.